0: Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith.
1: Don't forget there is an end. Don't forget this is our temporary home. And we are just passing through. But enjoy it! Enjoy the journey. Sure. Someday they'll have a funeral service and you will be in the casket, but our spirit returns to God who made us.
0: Reaching up high with arms open wide we see. You're changing our Though heaven is the destination, life is the journey, and we should enjoy the ride. Continuing in Ecclesiastes, Pastor Ed tells us that Solomon believed we need to make sure that we enjoy the present, the times that we're living in right now. As humans, there's a tendency to look ahead and think that things to come are the things that will make us happy. Solomon states that the day-to-day journey is in fact where the real joy occurs. As such. Make the most of the moment you have now. And here's Pastor Ed with today's message, Enjoying the Journey.
1: Building in Faith There are bright days, sunny days, joyful days. That's what he's saying. In verse 7, light is sweet, how pleasant to see a new day dawning. Your 16th birthday, graduation, engagement day, walking down that aisle when you're married. Uh, Just wonderful days where it's like the sun rising. When I lived in Brooklyn, I used to love to travel to Sheepshead Bay, go to the Atlantic Ocean, and watch the sun rise over the Atlantic Ocean or over the bay. And it was just beautiful to see the sun come up, and it just reflected on the water. There are days just like that. This past week, weren't there some beautiful days in the week? I mean, it was just so, it was just absolutely perfect out. Well, there are days like that in our lives. Now, in those days, don't forget God. Remember, God gave them to you. You can sing in that day, this is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. Those days are easier to be able to say that. But they're they're real. They're real. And it's okay to enjoy them. And say, wow, what a beautiful, beautiful time. But there are also dark days. Cloudy days difficult days it, in eleven eight, 8 it says ecclesiastes 11 8 when people live to be very old let them rejoice every day of life but let them also remember there will be a couple of dark days right many maybe we ought to take that out huh? <laughs> but that's the truth He's being honest with us. There are many dark days that fill up our lives. The loss of a loved one, maybe a child, maybe a spouse, maybe a parent, maybe a close friend. A sickness that hampers your ability to to do what you want to do a disappointment in a relationship that just seems to to crumble and it discourages and disheartens you. Uh, There are many, many dark days that are a part literally of the journey where we feel perhaps our heart is broken, maybe even torn out. In those days, recognize God's hand as well. In those days, recognize that good days come from him and the difficult and dark days come from him. And Solomon tells us earlier in Ecclesiastes, stop, consider, and think. I know, I know. What we want to do with those days is cross them off the calendar. We want to rip them out of... That chapter of our life. We, we want to simply write over that and stamp over it, Canceled. But the reality is, there are many, many, many days through the journey of life, the literally dark days. Think with me of men who went through seasons of darkness, but out of their darkness, we have a high beam from heaven showing us what way to walk and how to live. Think of Job. (laughs) All the dark days fill the story of the book of Job. There's a few bright moments in it. Look, as I've... Often mentioned at Abraham, Genesis 12 to about chapter 25, 24. You you see all of these trials in Abraham's life. It seems like one after another, after another, after another. Take him out and you don't have a man of faith. Take him out and you don't have the father of the faithful. God will give you some really good days but because he loves you he'll allow some dark days every trial traced upon our dial by the son of love recognize that God's hand is in all of these things because God he's shaping you you're a vessel that he's molding on the potter's wheel, and it takes the bright sunlight, and it takes those times where you're in the oven, and it's so hot, and you're literally feeling like you're being consumed. So Solomon says, experience each day completely. The dark days, the light, bright days, the days that Just make you sing. And the days that are so joyful, you want to put it on the social media. You want everyone to see on Facebook, what a great day I'm having. What a great week it is. Look at this vacation we're having. And you you post it there. Well, not only those days do you need to consider and recognize as a gift from God, but the day that you find yourself in the hospital... The day that you find yourself just questioning, why, what in the world? Experience each day completely. In those dark days, you just get before God and you say, God, what are you saying to me? God's teaching you about yourself, about others around you. He's teaching you about himself. Don't let the moment slip by. Experience it completely. And then he goes on to another important point. If we're going to enjoy life as a gift from God, you have to enjoy your life thoroughly. Thoroughly. Uh, NIV verses 9 to 10 of Ecclesiastes 11. Be happy, young man, while you are young. And let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see. Now, I like what the text is saying. It's a picture of youth. It's a picture of the excitement, of adventure, of a challenge, of a hill to take, a mountain to climb, an achievement to accomplish. He says, but know that for all these, God will bring you into judgment, so banish anxiety from your heart, cast off troubles of your body, for youth and vigor are meaningless. Let's let's take that verse apart. What he, he is saying at this moment is this. Keep boundaries and know that God will evaluate our lives at the end of life, at the end of the journey. When you come to the last stop, and you stand before God, you'll have to give an account. But that shouldn't make us morose and sad. It, it, it should help us to make good choices along the journey. And when, when we make those good choices along the journey, we will find that life yields itself to us. And there's joy. God intended it that way. Um, He intended young people to have dreams and and visions and hope and passions and and all sorts of things that they want to accomplish and do. And he gave them the energy to do it. (laughs) Pursue those dreams, pursue those ideals, but all within the boundary of the fear or the reverence of God. Everything we do, we must do with a sense of God's presence in our lives. God's presence in our conversations. God's presence in our thoughts. God's presence wherever we may be. So he's saying, be conscious that there's going to be a time you stand before the Lord. Now, notice in the text, so then banish anxiety from your heart, cast off troubles of your body. Now, when I think about that text... I think about how easy it is for young people they break up with their girlfriend, boyfriend and it's like the end of the world Uh, um, something happens and the the little hill is like this Mount Everest oh, I'm never going to be able to go back to school after they said that about me he's saying youth, be careful watch life don't become anxious and worried and don't let these new emotions that you're feeling and experiencing hijack your life and take you in the wrong direction there was an interesting conversation between John Ortberg he was uh, he's a well-known pastor writer teacher And he was talking with Dallas Willard. Dallas Willard is, if any of you know uh, people who write on the spiritual life, Dallas Willard was a very godly spiritual man. And and he wrote books on the spiritual disciplines and everything. And so John Otberg was talking to Dallas Willard before he died. He died in 2013 of cancer. And uh, he said to him, Is there anything in your life that you regret? you regret anything. This is what Dallas Willard said. I regret the time I wasted. Hortberg was was shocked because he knew how Dallas Willard lived. Dallas Willard wouldn't know what a television set was if he tripped over it. I mean, he was home studying, praying, reading the Bible, mentoring students, writing. I mean, he, he was using all of his time, it seemed, for the things of God. And that puzzled John Otberg until he thought about a conversation that he had with Dallas Willard earlier, and he came to realize, I think I know what he was referring to. And and this is what Otberg said. He said, I remember him saying that All of us lost souls allow ourselves to live in worry and anger and self-importance and pettiness when life with God is all around us. Boy, anger could get us. Worry could get us. Anxiety. And it hijacks our lives, so that minutes turn to hours and hours to days, and we miss everything that's going around and around us. And so what Solomon was saying, he was saying to us, so then banish anxiety from your heart. Cast off the troubles of your body. He he was telling us, when you're young and as you grow the develop. The habit that will follow you all through your life of casting off those troubles, taking care of yourself, being healthy in your emotions and in your body. Solomon said earlier, remember God, you're going to be brought into judgment. Now, when we sin, judgment happens in that moment. Every sin carries with it judgment. Judgment. But then there's a final judgment. So immediately things happen. But down the line, even worse things happen when we, when we stand before God because he will judge us for how we've used the life that he has blessed us, blessed us with. There's an old song. Uh, Billy Joel sang it back in the 1970s for the first time. It was in... Um, his album, Piano Man, or, uh, but the song was titled, Somewhere Along the Line. Somewhere Along the Line. Now, part of the song said this. Somewhere along the line, we'll know it's just a matter of time. When the fun falls through and the rent comes due. Somewhere along the line. What he was saying was that somewhere along the line, Things catch up with us. Now, listen to this last stanza that he sings, it says, Hey, it's good to be a young man and to live the way you please. Yes, a young man is a king over every kingdom that he sees. There's an old and feeble man not far behind. But it surely will catch up to him somewhere along the line. What Solomon was saying, somewhere along the line, age will catch up. And what we've done, how we've lived, how we've walked, will catch up. And Solomon is going to tell us that when he says, Embrace your aging faithfully. Embrace your aging faithfully. Faithfully, It says, remember your creator in the days of youth, before the days of trouble come. Now, what he is saying there is develop good habits in your youth. Know how to handle those trials with prayer and worship. Uh, know how to walk in obedience to God and resist those temptations. Uh, know how to, to listen to the still, small voice of God. From your youth through the years... Learn those disciplines because you're training yourself for the advancing years that are a part of the journey. He says it this way. Remember God before you are advanced in years. In Ecclesiastes, before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark and the clouds return after rain. The implication of that, look at the phrase, And the clouds return after the rain. Think about that. What he's saying, as you get older, there's a lot more clouds. And they come a lot more frequently and a lot quicker. He's using metaphors. He's using similes. He's trying to tell us that young people, it ain't so bad to be a teenager (laughs) or in your 20s. As you get older, it does not get easier. I know that's a surprise. As you get older, it can get more and more difficult on the journey. You know, you're older and you're a parent, but then you're a grandparent also, and you're worried about those grandchildren, and you just pray. You're worried about your children making the wrong decision, making the right decisions. It seems that uh, the days go quicker the older you get, but also the trials come quicker, and they're more cloudy days and dark days. And so he's saying, learn how to respond to that in in days of your youth. Now notice, and it's the frequency of trials, but notice also, and I'm going to read The way he puts it, and I'm going to make some comments on the text. Verse 2, Before the sun and the light, the moon and the stars grow dark, and the clouds return at rain. When the keepers of the house tremble, and strong men stoop. He's picturing the aging process. Guy walks out of the gym, you know. uh, Just picture of physical health. Well, all right, let a few decades pass. (laughs) No matter how much you go to the gym and how much protein you eat and drink and all that you want to do, life has a way of taking its toll. And and, and so he goes on to say, uh, when the keepers of the house tremble and strong men stoop, when the grinders cease because they are few, you know what that's referring to? When you lose your teeth. Now, back then, they didn't have good dentists like we have today. Now you can get an implant and you can get, you know, uh, dentures and whatever you want to get. But he's describing the aging process. And looking through the windows grows dim. The windows are our eyes, can't see as well. When the doors to the street are closed, and the sound of grinding fades. People rise up at the sound of birds. They can't sleep well, but they can't hear well either. Because all their songs grow faint. When people are afraid of heights and of the dangers in the streets, you know you get all the I don't know if I want to climb up on that roof again, you know? Uh, boy, that curb looks awful high to me. <laughs> the gate, the walk. It all changes. He goes on to here says, "The almond tree blossoms." Now, almond trees, were, when they blossomed, they were all like white. So it, it's the idea of gray hair. We have coloring now, so I guess there' other thing about that. The grasshoppers. You know how grasshoppers just leap and jump all around and full of life. Says the grasshopper's drag itself along. See that gait is slowing down. You're getting slower. And uh, don't look at me like that, folks. <laughs> and then it says, "And desire no longer is stirred." Well, that's referring to a few things. Uh, <laughs> Back then, I guess, you know, Viagra and uh, Cialis and all those, they'd have that. But anyway, you, you just see life sort of slowing down and life changing with the passing of the years. And then he goes on to say then people go to their eternal home, mourners grow about the streets. He's talking about death, the funeral service. It says, remember him before the silver cord is severed and the golden bowl is broken before the pitcher is shattered at the spring and the wheel broken at the well. You picture the silver cord, beautiful golden lamp and the cord's broken, the lamp falls, it's shattered, it's destroyed. Beautiful lives come to a crashing end at the end of the journey. But we're to remember, and I like the way Solomon says earlier, our eternal home. Solomon is saying that all of us are on a journey. Don't forget the destination. Don't forget there is an end. Don't forget this is our temporary home. And we are just passing through. But enjoy it. Enjoy the journey. Sure. Someday, they'll have a funeral service, and you will be in the casket. But our spirit returns to God who made us, and we enter into our eternal home, and we could enjoy the journey if we remember this is just our temporary home.
0: The book of Ecclesiastes is a practical look at life, not sugarcoating the difficulties that can be experienced. However, the writer reminds us that God is faithful and has a greater plan for each of us. We can trust Him to bring us through and provide us the strength that we need, always. We do hope you've been blessed by today's message on Building in Faith and invite you to visit our website to learn more about our ministry. Our web address is buildinginfaithradio.com. That's buildinginfaithradio.com. There you'll find an archive of previous messages available to listen to or download, or even share with someone you feel will be impacted by the message. Be sure to find us on Facebook as well by searching for FaithAG2. We know how important social media is in people's lives today. And by liking us on Facebook, you can keep up to date with all that's happening at Faith Assembly. We'd also like to invite you to join us if you're in the Poughkeepsie area for our weekly time of fellowship, Bible teaching, and worship of our Savior. We meet each Sunday at 9am and 11am and also on Wednesdays at 7pm and have many activities for all ages and all walks of life. Give us a call for directions and to find out more about our congregation at 845-462-5955. Sadly, that's all we have time for today. Be sure to join us again here on Building in Faith Radio as Pastor Ed continues to dig deeper into the Word of God. Your Word